the bass. She makes me think of lightning in skies. Her name, she's sexy. How else is God supposed to write? Her name, she's sexy. Move, she wants to move. But you're hugging her, guarding her. She wants to move all night long. She wants to move all night. But you're hugging her. Yo, for the record, you guys' ice cubes taste funny. Hit it, mister. Look at your girl. What are they? She loves it. It's pee. You're drinking pee. Oh, no. Beloved, we are gathered here today. Let's go crazy. Oh no, let's go, let's go crazy. A little bit of Prince to start off your podcast. God, I love Prince so much. That's why I'm a little disappointed. Our Prince selection in karaoke, we only have two songs. And to be fair, one of them is Purple Rain. But we need Raspberry Beret. We have Raspberry Beret. Little Red we need Corvette. When Doves Cry. Yeah, that's true. Why do we that, scream at each other? That's too slow, though. <laughs> this is what it sounds. You need, yeah, no, you need, ra- purple rain, not slow. Never meant to cause you any problems. Well, I don't know why he played that. He should have done Raspberry Always at the won. Super Bowl. Yeah, well, because everybody knows Purple Rain, and not as many people know Raspberry Beret. She wore a Raspberry Beret. Ba-da-da. Can't you buy in a, a secondhand store? store? Gosh, that is a good song. Raspberry Beret. They That's need to bring back. They need to bring back... Tell me not to sing. The 80s. They need to bring back the 80s radio station in Philadelphia. Yeah, I know. Well, Joel, we only have six hip-hop stations. That's not enough. <laughs> well, I just want them to launch a new radio station so that they can have a radio station with no DJs because they don't have any money. Yeah. So that you like, can just have like 24 hours of music again. Be? That was yeah. awesome when they had the DJ-tron. Have we ever related the story of the point to the podcast? I don't think so. When we were in high school, a new radio station started out in Philadelphia that was dedicated solely to the 80s. And when it started, they didn't have any DJs, so they would just have computers loop playlists over yeah. and over again. So it was basically 24 hours of music with very little commercials they, yeah, they and basically very little had no ads because they were not that popular yet. It was awesome. And if you, so if you were asking yourself, why the hell do these guys know the words to Raspberry Beret? It's because when I was in high school, I heard that song about three times a day. <laughs> and I got to tell you, there are worse places you could be than that. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, outside of the experience of Raspberry Beret, Raspberry Beret raspberry creates a beret state of consciousness. Me. I want to wrap myself in Raspberry Beret, <laughs> swaddle myself in it like the baby Jesus. Baby Jesus was swaddled in Raspberry Beret. He was swaddled in swaddling clothes. <laughs> they didn't have Raspberry Beret, Joel. Yeah, Joel. We're moving We're on. About 1985 <laughs> years too early. 
oh. or 1991, depending on, you know, there's certain scrappities the in timeline. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about today? On- we're talking about the most important thing to ever come out of the internet. But before we're doing that, we need to do the intro, because we haven't done the intro yet. Sure. Podcast for, what do you want to call it? Today's the 26th, 7th, 8th. Uh, June 2nd. There you go. I knew it. I knew it. But that's only because uh, 30 days has I have something to do on June 3rd, and that's a Sunday. So, working backwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fast Karate for the Gentleman. We're with, podcasting with scientists of sound. I guess. That's the weakest ass intro. Email us at daveandjoel at gmail.com. Or call the voicemail number at 206-666-FAST. It's 206-666-3278. Keep in mind, sending us a... A uh, voicemail will get you mad propers on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Sending For anything. Real. Been a dearth of uh, <laughs> feedback, as I said last podcast briefly. Not that we really care. I think the real problem with the feedback is my that we never respond baby. I, to when people send us I, things. I respond all the time. Yo, um, speaking of which, when you reply to emails, can you do it in Gmail so I know that you replied to them? Oh, you mean I've, I've been doing it through Thunderbird and you don't get them? No, nah, I just I don't want to double up on, on the people. Yeah, okay. I should. I'll probably I'll copy you on it. Well, I guess if I, whatever. Would we should just try and keep it to the Gmail? The problem is we share an email account. Yeah. And so because it's just Dave and Joel, and we always get confused. And there's all kinds of Dave has like these six question or six series long conversations that I have had no part because I haven't <laughs> checked the email in like two weeks. <laughs> And then uh, someone will send something, and I respond to it with one sentence, and you don't mean, tell Dave. You mean you don't check it compulsively like me? I don't have time at work. I barely. I try to keep up with my own email, and then I don't. You mean like work email? No, like I mean personal email. You get personal email? Yeah. I don't <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, I mean, I have stuff like I don't know. Everybody whose email address I know know their phone number. <laughs> I sent Ben an email this week. I guess that counts. <laughs> I would have rather not, though. I don't really care for that guy. But okay, focus. We've done the intro, sort of. Send, and you're going to want to send feedback this week because we're having a contest. We're, we're going to have two contests. Two? For, for Black Lagoon. Okay. And we're giving away copies of Black Lagoon. We are. Yeah, I'm willing to put up my own money for this. My own hard-earned dinners. Because, let's be serious. Otherwise, it would just be spent on alcohol. <laughs> And hamburger save, meat. Save Dave's liver. Yeah, save me. Win the, our contest. This is a this is like a uh, a preemptive charity drive. So <laughs> so you don't have to donate when I get cirrhosis. <laughs> this way, you're stopping it, and you're not even donating. I'm donating to you because I I'm a big fan of this show, Black Lagoon, and I would like other people to see it, at, even at the expense of myself. Because even if they don't like it. That's two more copies out there that have been sold. Wait, wait, wait. And maybe they'll like it. Let's or just maybe assume more will be made. that everybody listening to this podcast likes Black Lagoon. Or everybody who Better. doesn't like Black Lagoon or and is s- listening to this podcast, stop now and get off my internet. All I got to say is if you don't like it and uh, you get sent this DVD, you might want to be careful about voicing your dislike because we'll, we'll have, have your, your address. <laughs> <laughs> So be, just just be careful, and you know maybe it's better to bite your tongue on this one. Is all I'm yeah. saying. It's not. It's, I agree. Some feelings. Showing a little class on the internet is not really. 
people don't usually do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But some most things people, are better left unsaid. Yeah, most people on the internet don't have a lot of shame. But this time, maybe you should, you know, exercise that part of you that feels shame and not tell us you don't like Black Lagoon because for shame. All, for All I got to say is if you don't swallow that shame, you're going to be swallowing the shame when I hit you with my bomb. Because <laughs> as I was telling Joel That's today, other- I really, I've never hit anyone with a bat before and I really want to do it. <laughs> That is only, you know, 95% related to the and, fact that we just watched Black Lagoon. And I really want to hit somebody with a bomb bat. I've, I've been saying I really want to hit my roommate, Jared, but he works a lot and he's not always around. So. <laughs> and then you'd, you'd lose a quarter So you guys rent. might be, yeah, see? Well, I can't do that. I need that rent money. So Black Lagoon is the story. Black Lagoon. Yeah. Which sounds like a, some kind of weird Chinese crab dish. It's Black Ragu. It's spaghetti. That would be awful if you opened up That's a can you. of ragu. And it was black. It was black. Because <laughs> it had the botulism. I, want, I think I want to throw up right now. Do it then. Nobody's stopping All over you. myself. I ain't stopping you. Do it. Do it. No, you do it. I already did. Okay. Yeah, Black Lagoon. It's freaking awesome. It's the story of mercenaries in Thailand who are like a courier service. Not just Thailand. Basically everywhere. Well, Southeast Asia. Yeah. The whole, you know, sort of... Indonesian archipelago and all of the Indochina Peninsula. Archipelago. I like it. Yeah. They're all over the place. So, the main character, Rock, is a Japanese businessman who gets into a bit of a tight situation. What's his actual name? Rockero? Uh, Odoroku, I think. Odoroku, I think. No. Oh, Rokuro, yeah. Rokuro, that's it. (laughs) So, these mercenaries slash couriers kidnap him. In the process of stealing a disc with sensitive company secrets on it, thinking that maybe they'll get a little ransom money out of him because the job doesn't pay as well as they'd hoped. And uh, through many trials and tribulations, the company that employed Rock really doesn't want this secret to come out. So they hire mercenaries to kill these mercenaries and Rock at the same time. So well, I think they just assume so, that Rock will be a part of the collateral damage. Yeah. So their dirty laundry isn't aired. And uh, this kind of Black Lagoon, it kind of disillusions Rock. And when they finally escape the uh, mercenaries and their gunship, by wait, 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 escape? They don't escape. Rock, nothing. We're not gonna. We need to build up to that, so we're not gonna say it yet because we want to describe all the steps that lead up to this, just so you can understand (laughs) how awesome it is. All right. So, Rock is a Japanese salaryman who spends all his time bowing to his boss and getting kicked around by his manager, who yeah, is a total dick. Pretty normal thing for Japan, right? Obviously dissatisfied with the situation, Rock is given the, is, you know, sort of succumbs to it over and over again, doesn't want to be thrown out on the street, but he's sent off to the far reaches of Southeast Asia to courier this disc somewhere. And apparently they only travel by boat when they're carrying important information yeah. in Southeast Asia. Well, it's a lot less visible than a plane ride. And it gets Maybe. you there. Yeah, there's a lot of jet fighter pilots. How are you going to pull that off? It's like you're going 700 miles an hour. <laughs> Prepare to be boarded! Didn't you see Passenger 57 <laughs> starring Wesley Snipes? They can do it. I'm shooting harpoons out of dirigibles only to be like pulled to the ground. <laughs> We're going to salvage the crap out of this. It could happen, Joel. Yeah, well, whatever. It would happen. But anyway, so happen. Rock is kidnapped in the process of stealing this disc. He's kidnapped? Kidnapped. 
I'm sorry, Joel, but if you're going to call me out on every little thing I make... Come on, everybody says kidnapped. Kidnapped? <laughs> I say it. Sure. I'm proud of I it. I just did. I'm, I'm spelling it, it that way forever. Kidnapped. <laughs> kidnapped? Kidnapped. Doesn't matter? There needs to be a vowel there. Continue. Mr. Webster, please take a note. I think he's dead. Then Dr. Johnson. Marry him. Are you still around? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Rock is a... Uh, what is it? Illegally detained by these the mercenaries. The, uh, by the parlance of our times. <laughs> by, or yeah, you know. Yeah, he's held like, I don't know, a terrorist subject mm. by these guys. And, uh, shoot, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. They kidnap him. Kidnap. I said it again. They're holding him, and they decide that they're just going to haul him around everywhere and not tie him up and not do anything, but basically abandon him. And because they don't care. They kind of realize that their ransom scheme has gone to pot when they don't have any of the means with which to extract a ransom. Like, they don't know who he works for, and they don't have a bank account that they could have the one while. And they to. really realize the ransom's not going to work when the people he works for decide that they're just going to kill everyone. Yeah. They hire mercenaries to shoot up the bar they're hanging out in. And they do that quite admirably, at least until one of the Lagoon Company, the other main character, Revy, reveals her secret talent to fire two guns at the same time and be totally immune to bullets. Yeah. Black Lagoon is not a serious show. Yeah. It's definitely an action show, and you're going to be incredulous a lot. However, you need to learn to channel that incredulity... Into excitedness. Which shouldn't be hard, because Black Lagoon gives you all the tools to do it. I'm just saying, it's one of those shows where you don't expect the main character to get hit with a bullet, unless it's convenient that they do. (laughs) It's going to be a plot device that, you know, they're going to have a heart-to-heart, because Revy's going to get shot at some point, and then Rock's going to have to come to her aid and prove that he's a man. Uh, It's actually stabbed, but same difference. With a samurai sword. How do you... First of all, two pistols... How did he get stabbed? Did you run out of bullets? Did they come around a corner? I don't get it, but whatever. We didn't watch that episode, so that's like the end of the show. Snaps. God, the show is so spoilers. The show is so good. It's good enough that I watched it all in fan subs, even with my bizarre propensity to not be able to sit still ever for anything. <laughs> but yeah, so there's all these like really wild and outrageous things going on all the time in Black Lagoon. See, if it was more realistic, then we couldn't have Revy jumping in between patrol boats and firing grenades. On the same boat that she's on. Firing a grenade and a submachine gun at the same time. Like she's got an Uzi in one hand and a grenade launcher in the other. And never has a problem reloading. Keep in mind that... Reloading in (laughs) midair while jumping from one moving boat to another. Uh, I don't think she ever really did reload the grenade launcher. Well, I never, never saw her. Put we saw her empty one launch. out at the very end. <laughs> it's we, infinite ammo, like Kurt Russell's machine gun in Escape from New York. After he shoots through the wall and then immediately ditches it. Bad plan. Kurt yeah, Russell. you had unlimited bullets. Why would you do something like that? And also, why would they create such a cheap wall? He definitely went through a stud. Mm-hmm. Right well, you'd through. have to assume. <laughs> uh, yeah, but. I don't even know. Well, I wanted to build up to the scene yeah. in which they play chicken with a helicopter. And you're like, wait a second. I thought you said it was a boat. Eh, it is a boat. It is a boat. And that's why Wrap it's your mind awesome. around that. Can you... This also recalls back in the day... I think of when, the... Remember the video... Uh, Monkey, Monkey vs. Robot? Robot? God, yeah, I forgot. Well, we watched that a lot. 
and Dave and our friend Greg <laughs> made, made up, up our a song, own song, which was Helicopter versus Boat. Helicopter <laughs> and it's made in factory, <laughs> boat also <laughs> made in factory. <laughs> Needless to say, it was H-E-L-I-C-O-P-T-E-R. <laughs> Helicopter, B-O-A-T, Boat. <laughs> He used to say it was stupid and we loved it. It was very prescient now, you know, seven or eight years later. Well, I think that that totally predetermined that we were going to love this show. <laughs> it would almost be impossible for anyone the fact, not to. The fact that they even pit a helicopter versus a boat. It's would... so ludicrous. Think of the best way a boat could destroy a helicopter and realize that you're wrong. Because, <laughs> because... whatever you're thinking, it's not far enough outside of the box. <laughs> this is what it's all about. We've got Rock, who's a, China, a Japanese businessman who's been sort of cowed into believing he didn't have any good ideas. He's put down by the man. And Japanese him in his place. corporate culture, with all of its structuralism and hierarchy, just doesn't have space for the free-thinking yeah. kind of people. He's a radical, man. He's a dreamer. He thinks outside of the box. Imagine a box. Now imagine box. the box is in the middle of water. Now imagine Rock in a boat. Jumping over the box. And what's he doing while he's jumping over the box? He's shooting a torpedo, a torpedo at a helicopter. <laughs> this is not, keep in mind, this isn't like a mask helicopter that can go underwater. This is just a helicopter. <laughs> because what are you going to do? You're trapped in a river. Helicopters vastly outgunned you. Even though your crack shot gun girl can shoot. A helicopter with an anti-tank rifle. It must have some really thick armor plating because that stuff just dings right off. I mean, come on. Anti-tank rifle? How is that going to pierce the armor of a vehicle designed to fly in the air? <laughs> Think about it, Dave. That's crazy. It's, you're and not going to get like, the bonus to flying damage? Come on. Anyway, while they're, they're in this channel that's a dead end. But while they're going down the dead end, they realize, or they don't realize, they see a capsized tanker boat sitting in the shallows mm. and for some reason the helicopter decides it's a good idea to, to hover right above that. that poor choice but it'll be your Bad last idea see that's an example of not thinking outside the box you've got to see the boat understand that the boat could be a ramp and understand that the the other boat the other could, boat could ramp off that boat possibly having torpedoes and fire a torpedo i don't but know the if you know this is- but you're not supposed to fire torpedoes like that they usually don't do it like that. <laughs> the best part is they have two por- – for some reason, uh, when they go off the boat, the main – one of the main characters – what's his name? The black dude? Dutch. Dutch. Obviously not Dutch. Just like Predator. Dutch. <laughs> Maybe that, yeah, it's probably a Predator reference because he's got the army fatigues and the one army vest. Mm. People don't really diversify the wardrobe a whole lot as with most you know, yeah. cartoons. Well, they're drawn on model, Joel. This is to cut down on costs. <laughs> but anyway – so when they're ramping the boat and the helicopter's charging him, he fires not one but two torpedoes. Well, Joe, you got to make sure you only get one shot at that. <laughs> I, well, why not fire all four then? I guess because you don't want to hit the water and then have a torpedo fall on you. Yeah, which is very close to happening because one of the torpedoes misses the mark. So thank God they fired both. Well, I think it, the hilarious thing is that the torpedo doesn't just hit the helicopter and explode. It smashes through the windshield and breaks Busts the, the pilot's face. Nose. <laughs> then and then blows it explodes. Up. As Rock is giving him the finger. I think 
The finger in circumstances like that is such a chronically underused thing in anime. Like, one of my favorite scenes in Key the Metal Idol, and it's like, totally this aside, is like, I guess, I think it was the detective, whatever he was, or maybe it was the friend of the two girls, something. Somebody's watching him on a security camera, and he just turns up and flips him the bird, and like, walks away. Like, uh, the corporate security is watching him as he's breaking into the building. And I was just like, that is so hard. But what's even Let more hard... always know who done it. What's even more hard is flipping something the bird after you just shot him with a torpedo. Yeah. What is a bigger FU than shooting some... Like, what's a bigger FU than deciding to shoot a helicopter with a torpedo? I think that's just... You know, it's totally insult to, you know, injury. Yeah. Or I don't, mortal wounding. Insult to murder, <laughs> <Yeah>. I guess. <laughs> And then deciding that it's also necessary to give him the bird. Yeah. Well. Come on. What I really, what I like about this show is that the main characters do not F around ever. And it's so well crystallized by the fact that these guys who are supposedly the superior mercenaries do. Like, they're in their helicopter and they're like, "Uh oh, we've got them on the run now. They've got no weaponry that could possibly touch us. We're just going to sit there and let them drive around and watch them squirm like rats in a cage. And then what do they do? Ramp off a boat and kill you. That's why you should have shot him with the rockets first off. Yeah. This is totally a tortoise in the hare situation. Yeah. They got complacent. So they our took fans, a nap. if you're ever in Southeast Asia on a mercenary mission, I can't emphasize this enough. Shoot, shoot the, the boat. rockets. Yeah. Just shoot the boat. Just do the job and go home. Nobody pays you to be a show off. Exactly. And that's what that's what I like about this show. People just get shot. Like they don't dick around and be like <laughs> and What's really good is in one of the episodes that's on the next disc with the whole German thing. Like, the second in command when they raid the German boat is this huge guy and he, like, knocks Revy over and, like, catches her by surprise. And he's like, oh, now you're going to see why uh, you could not defeat the great might of, like, the German Empire. This pistol I wield is the, whatever, it's descended from the Third Reich. And he just goes into this whole speech and she, like, shoots him in the kneecap and he's like, oh, well, next time maybe you'll learn. Not to give a long yeah, speech. but then there is no next time because she kills him. Nice. Because what do we need neo-Nazis for? Except to make villains in first-person shooter games. <laughs> they don't even make them villains in first-person shooter games anymore. They just use real Nazis by remaking World War II games. Yeah, thank God. God, I can't wait for... Uh... What is it? Call of Duty 45. They're coming out Last with a... Assault on the final line of conflict. <laughs> Their Brothers in Arms is coming out with another game. Oh, thank God. I can't wait to not play that game even once. Uh, you know we talked about this like last week. Did we? I, th- I think it was in fact just last week when we were talking about Barefoot again. Because I was just listening to that today editing it. <laughs> but oh well, it's a point that bears reiterating. Tired of World War II games. <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's not, I don't know, there's not a really rich tableau of uh, first-person historical shooters, or historical first-person shooters. Yeah, maybe we need more, like, 13th century first-person shooters. You would have, like, a health bar and, like, a plague bar. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Which will kill you first? I'm going with plague. Consumption bar. (laughs) Consumption. I got the consumption. That wasn't even the 13th century. If you got consumption, you just died. They didn't even recognize it as a disease. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're they tired all the time. They thought it was magic. Your humors were out of whack. <laughs> you're you tired all the time? Blood. Welcome to the 1300s. Life sucks. <laughs> we're dead at 24. 
Yeah, I was helping uh, somebody move last week from this podcast, and I was realizing we don't really do real labor anymore. Anybody who ever complains about being tired never had to work seven days a week. There are people in much worse circumstances. That's why I don't bitch a lot about going to work and being tired, because then I think about, oh, yeah, there's guys in India who work Work seven days a week. For like 12, 14 hours a day. Breaking paint in bags to reproduce powder to pour back into paint. That sucks. <laughs> My job getting is paid awesome. twelve cents an hour to do it too. Yeah, uh, but that has nothing to do with Black Lagoon. The other really cool thing about Black Lagoon is that the characters not really annoying. Yeah, not even one of them. Well, there's no really goofy humor. Damn it. Yeah, even I mean I've heard people complain about Rock online and stuff. It's like, oh Thor, shut your hole. I've heard people complain about Rock online, but uh, he's not that annoying. And especially when he actually comes through and does stuff. He's not the character that's constantly cowering yeah. in the corner. He's the character that, you know, hides from gunfire well, and laments the fact that he's being shot at. Which I gotta say, if it was I your might be first day thing. being shot at after working in an air conditioned <laughs> office, I'd probably be peeing and pooping all over myself. <laughs> so he's got a leg up over me. Yeah, all he I've can... never even seen a gun fired. <laughs> I've heard him. I live in Philly. <laughs> I've seen it. It's not really... It feels kind yeah, of Yeah, I remember you telling me that... Or maybe Ben told me that story, but I know you were involved. Well, I've seen, actually seen like it a, twice. You saw once like across a shooting the street from, from me, and then in the once, Chinese restaurant? Like on yeah, a, coming home from school. And then once also when, uh, when I was living over on 47th and Chester, mm-hmm. some dude was walking up the street popping off shots at somebody running away. Yeah. And that was just really weird and surreal because... Of shows like Black Lagoon, where the only real violence I've ever been exposed to has been in, you know, TV format. Yeah, cartoons. Yeah, so to see this, you know, sort of mortally life-threatened situation, it was just like, it totally passed over me. Mm. And I realized, I'm probably going to get shot someday. Like, when they pull out a gun, I'm going to be the guy that forgets to duck. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, TV and video games. Thank you. And then you're going to be one of the 40 or 50 people in that bar that just got shot up yeah, when everybody when else, the mercenary showed up. Well, everybody else saw the grenades and got behind the bulletproof bar. <laughs> Only three people did that. Yeah, the smart ones. Yeah, the ones who are who experienced. Lived. Who lived to tell about it. First of all, I, this is like the other thing. They exaggerate the effectiveness of gunfire in most action shows. Because even if they like hosed down that bar with bullets, there'd be more people living on the floor. Like, if yeah. you just died to the ground... It's really Chances hard to are. hit you with a bullet, mm-hmm. especially if you're shooting through a wall and not aiming. Yeah. Because bullets travel very fast. So if you're laying on the ground and somebody's firing from, like, waist high, a bullet's going to hit the back wall before it, like, swings down and hits the ground. Yeah, those would be some pretty bad bullets if they went about 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they go in, like, a parabola. Right? However, you know, you might be confused because in Black Lagoon, Rock makes a decision to throw a gun at a helicopter as opposed to shooting the gun at the well, helicopter. Well, he'd never fired one before, and he wasn't sure of their operation. Unaware that bullets... Travel further and faster. Than maybe, you know, a gun thrown. I mean, you know, Japanese people, baseball fans, Rock, maybe, you know, varsity pitcher in high school. Maybe he thought he could do it. He, was, he got it up to 85, JV you know? at least. Yeah. However, throwing a gun, the mechanics were just all off. There was no way he was going to take out it's, a helicopter. Well, it's not aerodynamic. Maybe if they gave him, like, you know, softball, baseball, <laughs> baseball rock, could have taken him out. Apparently, yeah. Just beat him in the head? Apparently, you know, that a rock would have been more effective than the anti-tank rifle because, you know, Those the torpedo crashed right through the cockpit. Right off it. 
Well, they weren't hitting the armor dead on. So yeah. It was about the diffusion of Maybe it was force. like that ceramic armor that like flings itself off when uh, it gets shot. Oh, yeah, dissipate so it doesn't... the force. Yeah, maybe it was like that, except that stuff weighs like four tons. Yeah, that's why it's on tanks and not I mean, helicopters. Which is, granted, you know, lighter than the 12 tons of steel they used to put there instead, but still too heavy for a helicopter. Mm, probably. Black Lagoon is like... It's one of the reasons to, you know, celebrate anime yeah. this year. This is the maybe one ever. This is the one good show we're going to get this year. Yeah. And I'm so so happy it was a show. It totally makes up for all the crap we watch, sort of. <laughs> See, it would really make up for for people like you, dear listeners, because you don't watch all the crappy stuff. So you watch this and you're like, "Man, anime is all right." But we watch this Having like, just spent finally. 10 straight weeks watching terrible stuff. This so. show is like a buffet in the face of starving people. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to throw it's up. It's a bounty. Not because I didn't like it, but because it's so filling and I haven't eaten something good in so long. Or eaten anything, Well, it's period. like the first time you eat a hamburger after being off meat in a while. It's going to mess you up. Yeah. However. But it's so it's a, worth it. It's definitely worth it. Because the next five hamburgers are going to be even better. <laughs> Absolutely. And this, let me tell you, the show only gets better when the maid drives a car onto the roof of a building, off the roof, like crashes into the street and flips the car over into a restaurant and then kicks out the back window and starts chasing him with like the T-1000 run. That's when the show really hits its stride. And then when like the whole last six episodes of the show are in, in Japan and that's awesome too. It, the whole, it's awesome throughout. And the whole show is only going to be like six discs. Really? Yeah, for whatever it is. It's it's kind of short. It's 24, 25 episodes. I don't exactly nice. remember. But they're all good. Even, like, Anime World Order did a review of this some time back, and they they said that the German, the neo-Nazi arc is, like, the worst part of the show, which, I don't know, maybe it is, but... It's, it's I, like the I, first four episodes. You I, already hit the worst part? Come on. I really... I like the whole show, so... I like every single episode. And, like, God, I was watching these three or four episodes a day, which is, like, crazy for me. <laughs> Especially to have to sit in front of a computer to do it. I hate watching stuff on a computer. And I hate reading subtitles. Well, I don't really hate it, but... <laughs> I uh, Concentration, not my strong suit. I understand. I'm really looking forward to maybe seeing some more rock magnum action and maybe some rock pistol whipping action and possibly rock punching action. <laughs> Really, you just want this guy to be abused? Yeah. Well, maybe I'm just hoping for like more like situations where he can get pissed off and think outside the box. Because then we're gonna, you know, end up maybe with like I don't know something else crazy happening. I'll tell you what. There's some cool stuff that happened, man. Some, some cool pretty cool stuff. stuff. So, uh, I guess we should probably wrap this up now. The company's coming over and. Wrap it I, up. I know I saw Thor walk by with a bag of ice cream sandwiches, so we got to go hit that. Might have to hook some of that up. Um, so let's figure out this contest thing. So we're giving away two of them, and I figure we can do one that's just email your name, make it easy. No, I think we need. To, they have to come up with something. Well, I want to do one that's like for real. Stakes ones, but we could do something. Hmm. I think they need to come up with like the sweetest combination of like vehicle on vehicle destruction. In which the dumbest vehicle overcomes a greater vehicle. Well, let's make that one the easy one. That would only have to be like a sentence or two. Well, all you have to do is suggest a situation in which one vehicle defeats another vehicle of greater power. And it can't be like stupid, oh, 
there was a tank versus a guy, and he shot it with a pistol, and the bullet went down the barrel yeah, and then blew it up. It's got to be super sweet. Like Don't, ramping a helicopter. Yeah, like ramping, ramping a, a boat, boat off another boat, boat hitting it with a, a torpedo, and then having it and blow then flipping up. the bird. You can include flipping the bird. That's not everyone has. If you don't end it with flipping the bird, you're disqualified. <laughs> okay, but so that's one. What should the other be? What should the other be? A little more complicated, a little more in depth. Find out a way to make Revy come into real life so Dave can marry her. Oh my God, I so would too. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What's I don't, it should be Black Lagoon related, maybe. What would you do? I don't know. I'm really liking this make Revy come into real life. <laughs> Even find a really hot cosplayer. <laughs> Can someone give me a link to the scanlations of the manga? If they're even doing it? Because I read like... Did you really just say that word? Scanlations? That's the word. Scanlations? I'm sorry, Joel. I've, been, I've become one of them. Those people <laughs> on the internet. I'm going on 4chan right after this. I'm going to look in the uh, animated gift section, or as I like to call it, the hardcore throat fucking section. Oh, did you really just say that? On the radio, no oh, less. Oh, the radio. This is um, Just in case you didn't know, we've been picked up by the radio. On the radio. Whoa. On the radio. I don't know this one. What is another good contest? I don't know. Damn. See, this is why we need to plan things in advance. Hey, I came up with a good one. You did. Right on the spot, too. <laughs> but, Joel, you've been enamored with that concept ever since I first told it to you. <laughs> it's true. Dave described it to me some time ago, and I was much excited. Well, i got to tell you, when I saw it, it was more than meets the eye. Directed by Michael Bay. Black Lagoon related. You had to send us a picture of a lagoon. A really pretty one. Tell us where it is, and whoever sends us the prettiest lagoon. <laughs> I don't know if that one's going to work out, Joel. I like that one. I think that's another good one, because I really like blue water and lagoons. I could stare at it all day. It'd be great to like cycle through the pictures. Just staring at lagoons, thinking about mangroves. Yeah, all right. Drinking a peanut Let's colada. do that. Are we really going to do that one? Sure. Two for two. All right. Yes. But then let's make the helicopter versus boat one. It's got to be a little more robust. Give it like a paragraph or two. Yeah. Come really, up with a real scenario. Really work it. It doesn't have to be like a whole lot of text because I don't want to read a whole lot. However, you know, fill it out. Like, why is the one vehicle chasing the other? How did it trap them? Why did they turn? Like, is it even trapped? Or is this just, you know, against all odds, I'm going to attack this thing to save my By girlfriend. By Phil Collins. By Phil Collins. Take a look at me now. Don't include Phil Collins or you're disqualified. Do include <laughs> Phil Collins. Forget Joel. And be disqualified. <laughs> Whatever. This podcast is over. If you have to buy one DVD this year, it's Black Lagoon. Oh, wait. What was so I going to say? buy like six? Well, three. And then later on, another three. <laughs> Unless you win this contest, then you would only have to buy five. Woo. And I'm saving you 20 to $30. Think about it. Oh, I forgot. Damn it. I really wanted to talk about how this show had the best theme song ever. Oh, well. This show has the best theme song ever.
How about we ring some doorbells? I think that means that this needs to get wrapped up, doesn't it? Yeah. Damn it. We may need to try to record some later. Well, whatever. We'll tell them to shut up. We just need like 10 minutes. Corral them somewhere else. Who is it? I don't know. Who is it? I don't know. Fat Andrew. Jerry, use your Filipino sense Did he to bring detect a other Filipinos. <laughs> don't you have that power? It's like twins. They just know where the other one is. Sort of omens. Give me sight beyond sight. <laughs> Filipinos! Filipino! Filipino! Pedo, pedo, It's ruining Filipino pop music. Yeah. All four songs oh, of thanks it. Thanks a lot, Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I just 